We looting the looters, unlimited shooters, stolen out from the zoo. Now we hooting their hooters. That nigga Cameron can spit, boy. <laughs> when you said the line, I knew you were saying some bullshit, and then you said Cameron can spit, and I was like, this nigga here, boy. Right. Cameron might be the most polarizing nigga in hip hop ever. Right. Nah, that nigga <laughs> couldn't rap now. Oh, okay, all right. So you wasn't serious. It was a joke. I was reading a meme. Oh, okay. oh no, no, no. There are motherfuckers that swear by Cameron on. Like, niggas swear to Cameron. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I swear, I swear by his verse on Rap City of the Basement with <laughs> Cameron can't rap. No, Cameron is actually a good rapper, man. Cincinnati, fatty, fatty, wetty, wetty. No, see. But even in, but even in those types, make of you say rap, holy moly. <laughs> that nigga was still saying some shit, man. Y'all to go stop shit on camera, dog. I got the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity. She had a big old booty. I'm like, come on. No, it's not that simple, though, dog. It is. Oh, man. He'd say something like, she's the mayor of Booty Town. I called her Rudy Julie. Like, it'd be like something deeper than that she got a big old booty, man. Yeah, man. Y'all are rough. Rough crowd, bro. Rocked her, then we took her to the crib for the fresh and fruity. Oh, no. Hold on, this camera line is actually kind of cold. Never been to Sesame Street, but I flip a big bird, and I know Steelers, and they're not from Pittsburgh. No, that's what you had to do the camera out, man. Hey. <laughs> I can give you all types of camera quotables, man. I was never that's the big so Inset fan, but when Cameron first came out... Uh, I, you, I love E-40. Uh, you have to love E40, nigga. Like you're like <laughs> bizarro E40. You have no choice but to fuck that nigga. Do that bitch off the bat, boys, <laughs> Right. No, I was saying because Jason Nobody. looks like fucking Cameron. So you about to lose your job? You about to lose your job? Get this dance. You about to lose your job because you are detaining me for nothing. You about to lose your job? Something she drew and she uh Go Alright. I'll wait. One moment I have to pull the docket back up. Oh, I thought he was waiting for your old lady to stop talking. I thought she was like having like a little passive aggressive <laughs> passive aggressive attitude. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Teacher mode. 
Right. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? I'm ready now. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to With All Due Respect. This is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, be sure to give us the likes on every single platform that you listen to. Um, how about you post a comment? We haven't got a comment in like three months. So if you listen to the podcast and you haven't said anything, go ahead and post a comment. We love it. This is episode 104. Gentlemen. People say they hate me all the time in the comments. So we do get comments, just not the positive ones. Will with the white voice, what up? 5,000 Northside, Florida. It's your boy J. Joe. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right on. So how y'all niggas doing, man? It's been a bunch of bullshit going on. How y'all? We didn't pod last week. It's J. Joe's fault because he needed to get his hair done. So can we? Nigga <laughs> did need to get his hair done. First of all, you could you could do it on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I had a. That's what it was. You was like you couldn't do Wednesday. And Thursday, I had a hair appointment, man. So, I mean, I would blame it on both of us. Can you please share some of the responsibility? I don't remember being responsible last week. <laughs> oh, Wednesday, you couldn't go. Um, I don't know if that's true. Oh, okay. I know you got to get your hair done. What'd that nigga do? <laughs> that nigga spin me around. <laughs> spin me around in that barber chair like a princess, nigga. That's what he did. <laughs> you felt pretty when you got out there, bitch? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Hey. Oh, oh man. I try to FaceTime everybody I knew, nigga. I try to FaceTime y'all. Y'all ain't pick up. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, I'll take the blame. Fine. That's what gets us. You don't want to be responsible for your actions. I, I, no. No, but for I'm real, you really got your hair done? I'm not even trying to, like, Joan. Like, yeah, nigga. Like, I mean, it's been a week. My shit grows fast, bro. Like no, face, will you yeah. stop? No, will you stop looking at my face so hard? Like, just keep on with the. That nigga's like looking like turn it. Nigga said, turn it aside. I don't. I don't look no cuter. That's what you trying to say. Nigga said, move your hand. You really? Nigga saying you really? How the nigga just put on like the number zero guard to go to the front and then just hit the beard? It ain't a lot, man. I mean, we we can't all grow boxes, man. I mean, it's not that. It's just that if I'm having a hair appointment. What? What? No, I mean what? it's not. It's not that. I know the box is luxurious. This is not about the box. I mean, <laughs> this isn't about me. I'm just saying. I mean, if I was making a whole fucking point, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, he didn't do my eyebrows. Anyway, go ahead. What? Are, what are we doing? What episode? Did we say what episode this was? How much for a box of brows? <laughs> my eyebrows like this natural. I didn't do nothing to them. It's funny though. I was asking how much it was. I was asking how much it was. Oh, three. <laughs> hey, but what's crazy? Have you ever had your barber like not arch your eyebrows, but like go over your eyebrows? Yeah, back in college, one of them tried to. He's like, "You already getting them done like that?" I was like, "No, for real. This is how my hair grows." He's like, "Nah, you a lie." And he like tried to take the clippers to like the middle, try to clean up the middle. I'm like, "Don't clean up nothing, dog." Right. See <laughs> my shit so, natural, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so you really think you have pretty eyebrows? Like I'm starting. Uh, like <laughs> no, he definitely, <laughs> was, he definitely <laughs> is fucking with the eyebrows. I ain't got like, much. Nah, nah. You had to tell my barber, nah, nigga. They just grow like this. They just grow <laughs> sweet like this. <laughs> and they smile at the end. Even, 
You just said that to me when I was just trying to get these jokes out. Like, <laughs> I was just like, how much for a box? They grow like this. Right, right. I was looking at those. <laughs> exactly. I think it's well, by, well, no, process of elimination because the only person got a box, so. Oh, it's not a box, man. It's like something else, I think. <clears throat> it's a box, though. It's a box. How's everybody doing, though? Tell <clears throat> everybody good spirits. We're cracking jokes and shit, so. That's I'm positive. not. I'm, I'm, I'm upset, nigga. Like, I'm fucking tired <laughs> of shit. Like, I'm usually the one in here that comes in here like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Like, nah, nigga. Like, I'm tired of shit, dog. I made a shirt that just said, I'm so fucking tired with a period on it. Maybe we'll print those up, but uh, this shit is starting to get on my fucking nerves, nigga. Like, yeah. it's like no fucking end in sight. And I think we talked about like, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but I talked to some friends about. Well, I hope we can keep this momentum up and you know keep pressure on the next blah blah blah. But it's not like other times. And I was like, well, number one, uh, it's way too many things for motherfuckers to get wrong in the courts. So. Some of these police officers are going to get off and some are going to get light sentences. It's going to be a whole bunch of bullshit that's going to keep niggas mad. But they can't even stop killing niggas. Like, we didn't even have to worry about that shit. Like, they they just go keep killing niggas while we waiting on them to uh, press charges on other niggas they killed. So, yeah, shit is crazy. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, it, it's, it's taking its toll a little bit, man. I need some some relaxation. So, I, um, so it's, uh, I follow Nashville, Tennessee on Instagram. Don't ask why, I guess, cause I'm from Nashville, but it's this lady who does like this meditation, like on either Saturday morning, Sunday mornings with the, with the bowls and shit. You know, I was trying try, try to tell people to listen to the fucking vibrational bowls and shit like that. So I'm laying, leaning, laying down, laying down. She's doing the bold shit. She's like, all right, relax, you know, sink into the ground. Blah, blah. I'm like ready to get my fucking meditation on. And then her shit starts like fucking up. I don't know what she had like Teddy Riley Wi-Fi and like threw my <laughs> shit all the way off. And it just made me even more upset and my blood pressure even higher, man. So as of right now, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely sick and tired of being sick and tired. Have you looked at any other alternatives in terms of how to better manage stress? I mean, because I'm definitely open to op- um, options myself. Heroin? No, I haven't tried heroin. I think, no. I think that, that keeps you down a bit. You won't have no stress problems. Fair. <laughs> but you don't have tr- problem boo-booing, though. Hey, well, hey, constipation, stress, which one you want? Man? It's a trade-off. <laughs> uh, sure. I, think, have it I, think, I think you just have to uh, just detach for a little bit, like I kept CNN on, like, you know, mm-hmm. just the news cycle just on and motherfuckers just talking about shit. And, like, literally, that bitch would be on when I wake up, when I go to sleep, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, after a little bit, enough is enough. And you just gotta. And plus, that's all your social media is filled with now. Or all types of racist shit and why we eat, why, why black people and watermelon is racist and why putting your fucking. Leaving your tag on your hat is racist, and how it, everything stems from slavery and racism, which we all know, and it's just a lot. Yeah. What's, what's funny is, I mean, I, I love the news. I think I love the news as much as anybody, and I only watch the news maybe once a week now, maybe like 30 minutes. I don't even watch that shit no more because I know that there's no news. It's, there's no news. It's coverage of the, the latest killing. It's coverage of the protests and coverage of 
the numbers for COVID-19. That's what it is, 24-7, you know what I'm saying? And I know what the status is for all three of those, man. So I don't even watch it. I get most of my news from y'all now, and I'm I'm tired, but I'm tired for different reasons, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I spoke on it earlier. <clears throat> um, I have, I, have, I have issues with attention span, so when other people do things that I can't focus on, I get upset and frustrated that I can't keep track. And right now, I can't keep track of the movement because it's moving too fast. And it's about too many things. I can't latch on to what the fuck we're doing because it's it was the police officers. And then we went to like Home Depot and Lowe's and then we went to statues and then we went to Starbucks and then we went to Aunt Jemima and then we went to Uncle Ben. And I'm like, wait, hold on, stop. I don't know what we're mad about. And if we're, if we're mad about everything, that's fine. But I can't be mad about everything because I can't focus on that many things at once. So I kind of need some sort of organization because if I, you can't organize your thoughts or we organize as a movement to figure out which direction we're going, in, I can't be a part of it because right now it's just noise. You know what I'm saying? And that and that that is frustrating and that tires me the fuck out because I don't know what people want anymore. It seems like people just want to play that that's that's racist game. And we just want to we don't want to get rid of racism. We just want a new coat of paint on racism. And that's fine. But to me, that's just a waste of time. And. I'd rather just go do something else. Yeah, I agree with that, actually. Because um, I know a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling pretty optimistic about everything. Um, and now now we're at the point where... And this this has happened... Histor- like, I had to read about it. Like, so this is... This, this happens historically with black movements. They always get kind of, like, uh, derailed by something else. So, in this case, I, I noticed, like, okay... We stopped talking about like police brutality, and then it became, like you said, we worried about racism everywhere. We care about like what, what employers say about racism, even though they don't probably mean it. And then the whole shit about Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, I don't give a fuck about that. And then they started talking about how um, gays have rights. I, I didn't even know gay folks had problems getting jobs. Like the executives at, my, at most places I know are gay. So <laughs> I, I didn't even know. Like, first of all, I thought you couldn't discriminate on anything. Like, get a job. Right. Like, right. I was like, what <laughs> like, is this when that shit passed, I was like, hold on, that, that shit just passed. Like, no, I didn't know you could discriminate for, uh, like, for people being gay. I thought that was, uh, I didn't know that was a thing. So that's crazy. I, I thought gay niggas had all the sweet gigs. And and you can, no offense to anybody, but you can dress up gay. You know what I'm saying? Like you can. If you're gay, you can. All right, well, let me go in here and not look gay. If you're homosexual. If you're homosexual, you know, gay, gay is not bad. Is that gonna say gay, right? Gay said if you're bad. a gay. No, I didn't like say that. No, 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 no. I, I didn't use gay the noun. I use if you're gay. If you're gay. Yeah, he didn't say. He didn't say a gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you never know. You never know what would. I did. I'm, 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 I'm good with my with my gay brothers and sisters. I got no problem with y'all. You know what I'm saying? No beef, no quarrel. But you can dress that up, you know what I'm saying? Like you can go into an interview and like they'll never know that I'm that I'm gay or whatever. But like black, you can't dress up black. You know what I'm saying? Like you just black. And that's why I take issue with because I'm like, like even even the gay folks, like I saw Billy Porter talking about like you niggas ain't shit no way. And I was like, yo, you're a nigga first, dog. Like they see that before they see your your sexual orientation, nigga. So it it seems like things are getting like. There's no focus, and now it's the thing where now women and men are are clashing because 
there's been some senseless murders of women lately, and and niggas like we need to focus on us though. Well, and I'm like, come on. Well, like, chef, before we get off of the gay part, we would yeah, be yeah, yeah. we would be remiss if we did not mention the the gay trans people that have also been murdered during all of this as well. Absolutely, yeah. you're right. I just didn't want to skip over that and feel like it. No, no. Right. So let me yeah, ask y'all about this. Since we're all, oh, I think about. they're all racism, in my opinion. Like we're all black people getting killed for no reason. So, do you feel like it's also right the right word? Um, that is a distraction, not really a distraction, but if it takes away from the movement, if you have your own black trans, uh, like Black Trans Lives Matter, I've seen yeah. some stuff saying that, like, well, you're under the black umbrella. We didn't, we don't have like all black. Children matter, all black, you know what I'm saying? Men, like the black trans community is under the Black Lives Matter umbrella. Right. Just thoughts on that, because I've heard some different... It I mean, to me, it depends on why they were why they were, I guess, why they were persecuted or why they were killed, you know what I'm saying? If they were killed for being, because of their sexual orientation, then it belongs under the trans movement, in my personal opinion. If they were killed because they were black, then it belongs under Black Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, Black Lives Matter, no matter all the good stuff that we stand for and that we're trying to put out there, we can't speak for the trans community. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we're qualified to do that. I don't think it distracts, you know, from one it movement tracks, to the other. I think maybe it tracks, distracts. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it was interchangeable in that particular setting it was no dig i mean distracts it detracts i, I was trying to figure out <laughs> no, no, we just I talked was, about his nigga five myself. stacks and his teacher myself. five stacks and don't fucking correct me okay five stacks went up there with his paper and said bitch you erase my asses yeah right yeah. <laughs> i was i was correcting myself five stacks. Okay, I, don't, I don't think it no. takes anything away from either movement like but we always say that we always say it's a distraction like something major happens then something silly happens a la Popeye's chicken sandwich and people say oh it's a distraction whatever <laughs> like I think we can multitask um and you know it's un- the most unfortunate part of this is that so many things are happening all at once that, that you even have to contemplate choosing a side like we're deciding if a trans individual killed should fall under Black Lives Matter or Trans Lives Matter or Black Trans Lives Like, that's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact that that's even going on and there's so yeah. much struggle going on that you even got to break it all down like that. Like, that's that's crazy. So, it's, um, it's interesting I, I that, that you mentioned multi, multitask mm-hmm. by stacks. Mm-hmm. So, are you pro Kyrie or are you pro LeBron? I've been heads down on some work for like the longest two weeks ever. So what is Kyrie? Oh, okay. LeBron? So we got we right now we have a pseudo pissing match between Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. Of course, you know LeBron James came out and said, "Bitch, we gonna play and we gonna fight the movement, and it's good for us to play because we're gonna be able we're gonna use that platform to promote Black Lives Matter, so on and so forth." Kyrie Irving is of the opposite opinion. He does not want to play basketball, and he feels that basketball is going to Detract, wrong. Distract. Definitely said distract. <laughs> distract <laughs> from the uh, from the movement. So yeah, now in that in that setting right there, it would be detract in that particular sentence. Or would it be distract? It, it, 
all right. We'll we'll, we'll Google the grammar guys and later. Back. But um, so okay, I did hear this mentioned on sports radio some other day, and they were saying that Kyrie not playing this year anyway. <laughs> he hurt. He hurt. Oh yeah. Like, what is Kyrie not hurt? Like like. like he, he's not even playing, so the fact that he was even speaking on is one thing. But, I mean, it's the same thing. Because it's LeBron saying it, then I think you kind of have to go with it because he's arguably the biggest star in the NBA. So, <clears throat> if he's Somebody saying that, he's saying that too, that. right? Who, who said that? Like, if no disrespect, but if LeBron say we playing, we playing to, to Patrick to Beverly said it. Not, I mean, not even that. Not even saying that we playing, we playing, but if he is the biggest superstar in the game and he's saying that he's going to use that platform for that then i think he's earned that right to do it you know what i'm saying like it's it's not fluff it's not the 13th man on the bench you know what i'm saying that carries the fucking balls and air pumps into the arena and gets paid 100 grand a year you know what i'm saying it's not that guy so it's somebody who i mean lebron don't never have to fucking play again and he's gonna be straight regardless so I mean, I think it's some credence to it. I don't, I don't think there's no bullshit behind it. And I think his his voice and his name should carry enough weight. That it, like, who the fuck is Kyrie to be challenging him? Yeah, LeBron is the de facto head of the NBA Players Union. Like, he's the de facto leader of the players. Period. But the thing about LeBron too is, he he ain't on no bullshit either. Like as a as a man, like he's he's woke. Like he's been about the movement and 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 pressing forward a black agenda and positivity building schools and and doing all the right things for for our people like he's legit that nigga and Kyrie is not like Kyrie was talking about we should start our own league I'm like Kyrie you don't even fuck with niggas like that for real for real like Kyrie's a flat earther yeah he's a flat earther I mean he's been caught on on yachts full of white women doing brown paper bag tests like get the fuck out of here Kyrie what you talking about Like, I just don't want to hear Kyrie talk about that shit. I don't know if he's just being, like, a contrarian just for the sake of it because he don't fuck with LeBron like that. But I'm like, don't be trying to be all woke now, nigga. I think that's exactly what it is. He he wants to, like, just go up against LeBron. He... even though he's not LeBron, I think he feels like he's one of the one of the the significant leaders in the NBA. So he feels that he needs to have a point or a platform to be on. And the only platform he can have is going against LeBron because LeBron's already got his platform. So he's just he's being a contrarian. You know what I'm saying? But any anything LeBron says or does is instantly going to be broadcast around the world. Like if somehow somebody didn't know about this movement, as soon as something happens, they're going to know. On account of LeBron, if for no other reason, and then, you know, it it has potential to lead to some big things just because of his affiliations and uh, companies that he endorses for and all of that. I mean, LeBron has the ability to damn near single handedly move the needle on this shit, and if he's saying he wants to use the NBA as a vehicle to do it, then fucking do it. Like fuck the games and all that shit. It's bigger than that. Motherfuckers always quick to talk about chestnut checkers and shit. And then you know what I'm saying, like strike out on simple shit like this. Right. Oh, tic tac toe, dude. What does it cost you? Like you got a whole fucking network and teams, and I mean you got NBA TV, all the sports networks. All, you know what I'm saying? All the Florida stations. I, I mean, like this shit is gonna be broadcast everywhere. So he could come out in a Black Lives Matter T-shirt or say some shit in a fucking post game. Now the movement gets ratcheted up even more. So. 
there's not really any drawbacks to it. Yeah, I agree. Hey, so how how are you doing? Five thousand. I'm doing great. Uh, just well, God damn, we moved to. I thought it was <laughs> no, in the topic. Yeah. Shit. Right, right. That was in the topic. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I'm doing so great. Just work. Right on. Okay, cool. So I'm um, going into um, going to the topics. Um, <clears throat> this is awkward. <laughs> We've been talking for 20 minutes, and okay, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But um, going back to what we were talking about, so. <clears throat> Again, there was another uh, shooting of um, a black man um, by the police. So rest in peace for Shard Brooks. He was murdered in Atlanta, Georgia uh, this past Saturday. Um, <clears throat> so as a result of that, I think they, put, they took pretty swift action in Atlanta. They, uh, they immediately fired um, the officers who were involved. Um, the, uh, the chief of police, uh, I think she was um, informed. Um, she was coerced into stepping down uh, and got demoted to a, a lesser position. Uh, and today, and today is uh, recorded on a Wednesday, um, they've um, they've filed charges against the officers that were a part of it. Um, Eleven different counts of different charges, um, going from murder to uh, um, I think they had harassment. They had a few other things. Just I think they tried to do a catch-all on the officers involved in it. Um, so what I gathered from this was these, these cops don't really think the one of the cops, the one who um, actually shot him had just completed, um, some, some de-escalation training that he obviously didn't use at all. So, um, seems like these officers are doubling down. I've seen, I saw a video of some white lady, uh, cop in, uh, at a McDonald's crying because no one thanked her for being a cop and she had to wait for her, um, Sausage egg McMuffin. These motherfuckers is crazy. Uh, that's that's all I had to say about that. I was say, is there a question or something like that? Um, so <laughs> no, I mean, I, no questions. <laughs> so the situation, I kind of went back and forth. Right when I first saw it, I was like, mm, that's kind of what you get for fucking with a cop. You know what I'm saying? For trying to whooping two cops' ass. You know what I'm saying? But I was brought up in kind of the D.C. area in the '90s. So if you whoop a cop's ass in the D.C. areas in the '90s, you're probably gonna die. But then I thought about recent situations and I was in the same situation as him probably two, two and a half years ago and you beat I was, up two cops cops and took a Oh no I did not I did not no, beat no, up two cops. Posted. Nah, 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 nah. Not in that situation. Not in that situation. Oh, not right. situation. Right. Uh, Other situation. So I was I was in Ebrian and I and I passed out. I got in the back seat and I went to sleep so I could sleep the shit off. And I woke up to people banging on my window with the flashlight and shit like that, right? And I opened the door. I had, I, I didn't have my shirt on or nothing like that. I had, like damn near taking all my clothes off. That was it was hot. I was drunk and hot. So when I got out of the car, she was like, "I'm going to, I'm going to call the ambulance for you." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm good." You know what I'm saying? I'm just sober up. You know what I'm saying? Just, I'm gonna just go home. She was like, "Nah, you either gotta go to get an ambulance or you gotta go to jail." I'm like, "Damn, that's a fucked up decision to make." You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I just go home? And somebody pick me up. She was like, "Cause it's a liability for the city." Because, like, some motherfuckers, like, they'll go home and they'll just die. Because I don't know what you're on. She's like, I don't know what you're on. I don't know what you've taken. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you're fucked up. You may say it's liquor, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But she's like, I'll just call the ambulance for you. It's a police officer. She called the ambulance for me. I took the ambulance ride. You know what I'm saying? I took a nap. Got a little IV drip. All of that good stuff. And then I was able to go home. But that's just because she was cool. You know what I'm saying? She made a decision that even though I'm a cop, 
I'm just going to primarily be a good citizen and help this nigga out and get him on his way. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's these niggas just not in that mindset, man. They're, they're just always, I'm in a cop mindset and it's me and my gun and I'm out of here. Me and my gun are out of here trying to like save the world. And it's like, he didn't even have to do that. He didn't even have to like have that thought process to where he had to trip. You know what I'm saying? It's they got all this information. You know what I'm saying? Like, run. Fucking run. We got your fucking call. We know exactly where the fuck you stay. Like, it's not that big a deal. You know what I'm saying? For somebody to lose their fucking life over a DUI. Just not. And a nigga wasn't driving. But certain states, if your keys are in, like, if you can reach your keys, then you they can charge you for a DUI. Yeah, so most states. If, if you're you... drunk and you yeah, if you're drunk and you want to sleep it off in your car, you got to eat put your keys outside of your car, hide it, like, under your tire and, or fucking throw the shits in the bushes somewhere because if they find the keys, they can charge you for DUI. But with all that said, like, nigga, like, like you said, like, you could have, like, the nigga woke up, he was kind of, he, he, I didn't watch the whole thing, but, I mean, he was talking to the cops, he was being calm, like, basically, like, you know, like, telling him the story, he did the sobriety test, he failed the sobriety, they didn't, to give the nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like they could have. Again, we don't get the benefit of the doubt. That's the difference between black and white privilege, or whatever. So he didn't get the benefit of the doubt. The nigga might have still been drunk. Who the fuck knows? But he was like, man, I'm not going to jail tonight. I'm gonna take off running. You know what I'm saying? Like they not gonna take me in. But yeah, like, like we've seen cops take in white suspects who have. You know what I'm saying? Who have guns in their hand and they come in alive. Like, this doesn't happen to other races. It's us. And the shit's fucked up. And that's why niggas are protesting. And I don't know, man. That shit's, shit's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, but I'm glad. Like, go ahead. It's, cra- it's crazy, but it's not crazy because there are the rules and then there are the rules. The rules are for us are. Nigga, if you put your hands on a cop, you about to die. You have a very high likelihood that you about to die. And I don't, and even though I don't, I don't know what was going on through his mind to make him want to do that. I'm not saying it's his fault. That's not what I'm trying to say. But we know what the odds are for us if we don't put our hands on the police. So you know that if you whoop two cops ass, your odds have gone way up for something bad to happen. Whether that's pistol whip, whether that's shot or whatever. And there's no excuse for that. But that is the physics of the situation. No, regardless of what the Constitution say, Atlanta legal code is still the fucked up situation. But the physics of the situation is, you put your hands on a cop, you gonna get fucked up. If you're a black person, you get fucked up if you don't put hands on your cop. Right, point. right. It's like a damned if you. It's it's the system you was designed. Damn, man. You damned if you do, damned if you don't, sort of thing. Like, and it's a fight, a fight or flight sort of thing. He, he I think he sees the news and he knows the climate. He knew the climate like anyone else did. And was probably in a situation where he's like, I'm, I'm talking calmly to the officer. And that didn't work. Like They had a 40-minute conversation. And that didn't make things smoother for him. For him. It, it made it worse. <clears throat> so it's like, it didn't matter what he could do. Um, he, But he didn't want to go to jail. And he didn't want to be, un, he didn't want to be like taken away by cops. Because he did, probably just didn't trust what they do. Which is, I think, a perfectly fair um point of view to have what were they talking about for the 40 minutes just out of curiosity because i didn't i didn't so i just saw what he was being chased and then they shot him so they had a conversation that he was telling it was mostly 
actually a young man telling him about his life. Like he's like, I'm married, I got a couple of kids, man. I just want to get back home to my kids. I mean, they they did the breathalyzer thing. He's like, yeah, I'm a little drunk or whatever, but my sister lived around the corner. I just want. Also, they asked him like how many drinks he had. I yeah, think it was like one of Typical shit. Typical. But see, so that and it goes back to what Wood said about policing, like with some kind of compassion or empathy. They want to be judge, jury, and executioner on everything. And then it's like, they already be done made their case. I mean, for the fucking low-ass threshold that is DUI, probably just mm-hmm. by virtue of him being sleeping in the fucking drive-thru was enough for them to ring him up. So if that's what y'all going to do, then go on and do the shit. You don't have to ask me where I came from and what happened that year. Dominique Wilkins won the slam dunk competition <laughs> in Atlanta. Like, don't ask me all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're trying to build this fake-ass fucking case that you already either do or don't have. So none of this shit is of no consequence. All it does is get you agitated. Like, it sounds like he became at a point and decided to fight or whatever happened after that. But, like... Them motherfuckers be trying to do too much. Then the worst part of that is they'll ask you all that shit. All that shit can check out. And then they'll still fuck over you. That shit happened to me one time. Long story short, my tag had expired. I knew the tag had expired. I had a brand new tag that was supposed to be on the car in the car with me. I had just forgot to put it on. I explained all that shit to the fucking cop. He changes the fucking tag at the traffic stop and all of that. So now we're done, or so I think. This motherfucker writes me two tickets, one of which was for having a uh, improper tag. And it's like, but we're past that. We're done. Like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? And then that shit is a quote-unquote criminal violation. So then I had to take a day off of work, and it's alphabetical, and my shit is at the end. And it was just like, it was dumb as fuck, because with all that, when he did it, he like, yeah, man, if you had that tag on there, you could have been home eating dinner by now. Well, no, bitch, I could have been home eating dinner if you decided to cut me a break. Because right. I got the fucking... The shit has checked out. This is my car. It's not stolen. Registration tag. Why do I have to go... Well, if you just explained it to the judge, you know, you'll probably be straight. No, nigga, I just explained it to you. Right. Right. Like, the tag is on the car. There's no harm, no foul. Everything is good. The, ta- the, right. the tax money's been paid. I paid the registration for the tags. Didn't nobody get shitted like you're being a dick, period. Exactly. Or or just write me the fucking ticket. And right. I think that's what most motherfuckers get upset about is when they, like, all right, uh, where you coming from? Uh, why don't you step out? Like, niggas are like, why? Because I told you to. That's, that's the fucking God complex that them niggas have. And huh? you can't say shit to them niggas because I'm a fucking policeman and I fucking... Took my 21 hours of training. Like, no, nah, nigga, that don't make you God. But that's the problem. Like, either write me a ticket or we can chit-chat and then you let me go. I'll fucking <laughs> shoot the shit with you for 20 minutes if you're going to let me go. But don't do all that shit. And then I still got to go to fucking court and pay $175. Like, nigga, you could have just wrote me the fucking tag and I could have been home. So, I'd rather just go to court. But they Honestly. have to make you feel like a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. ask you those fucking, like... Where you kind of break from. you down? Where and you going? They want you yeah, to not doing. be a man. They want to break right. you. That's what it is. Like, nigga, why does it matter where am I going? Nigga, I'm fucking a grown ass nigga. Like, chill out. And but- all that shit probably be pissing them off more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I just came from such and such country club or whatever. Uh, right. One that this motherfucker can't afford to play at or some bullshit. You know, right. like just any old bullshit, man. Any old bullshit. Right, man. So, yeah, man, it's just fucked up, but. At least the nigga get charged. We'll see where that goes. 
Hopefully they make an, uh, an example out of them niggas like they've been making an example out of us for years. Well, his buddy already, his boy already gave him up. Yeah, yeah. I heard they could turn state on. He tried to retract though. I'm like, I, I like if you can't, if you open the the bottle, I don't know if you cork that shit back. Mm-hmm. No, I do that shit too. If I if, if I didn't shoot that nigga, I'd do that shit too, bitch. That nigga shot that nigga, and he racist and he an asshole. I told him about that. <laughs> I told him about to kick that man while he was dead. I'm not about to go to jail for this nigga who shot a nigga, and I ain't shooting. I ain't shooting nobody. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm up a police officer. Boy, they gonna have a a right. rape fest. Right. right. In, in, in an Atlanta prison, they they gotta ship that nigga somewhere else. If he go, he gotta get shipped to like Arizona or something. Nah, cause the DA's a nigga. He's like, nah, nah, nah. Put him with the people. Forget, you forget. <laughs> yeah, I say that's Wakanda, nigga. Keep that nigga there. Wow. <laughs> Deal with the wolves, nigga. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of wolves, wolves like to eat. You know what niggas like to eat? Pancakes. <laughs> okay. So rest in peace to Aunt Jemima. Apparently, um, I guess the people who cre- who created the Aunt Jemima syrup and food brand <laughs> just realized that shit was racist 130 years later. So um, they're they're trying to rebrand Aunt Jemima and I guess make it something else. The same thing is for Uncle Ben and the cream of wheat nigga. I've never had cream of wheat, but um, I guess all the all those old black mascots are getting canceled. The cream uh, of wheat nigga. Now. I don't know his name. But that nigga was a chef, though. He had on a hat. <laughs> yeah, but it, in the little picture, I saw a picture from like ni- from the early 1900s where he was talking to some little white girl like, you finna eat all your food? I'm like, God damn. It's probably, Shir- it's probably Shirley Temple, nigga. That nigga uh, the ball jangles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, dog. Look, oh I know, I know, I know Wood doesn't care before he gets into his, I don't care about all this shit. What about the policies? What about the policies? No, that's actually not what I'm going to say. That's actually not what I'm going to say. Actually, that's what I was going to say. I know, I, I know both of y'all, but y'all both go first. So I've already said that. I've already said that in my previous topic description. I said, I said I didn't, I said this doesn't matter to me because... I feel like it's a distraction. Like we were kind of talking about earlier. I was like, let's focus on the shit that matters. I don't give a fuck. I've been, I, I fucking love Aunt Jemima syrup. Have you had the other ones? They're not as good. So, <laughs> you know, I don't, think they, I don't think they go fuck with the recipe, nigga. Like, <laughs> but it's, it's gone. Is it what they feel you like? Your pancakes with racism, nigga. Are they going to make Aunt Jemima a white woman? I mean, what? what are they going to They're just going to rebrand it, man. It's going to be like crab. Special syrup or some shit like it, it. I mean, it's just a rebrand. But so on a very high level, like nothing to do with racism or nothing. I eat the uh, sugar-free or light sugar or some shit version, and that shit's been sold like it was sold out at Publix twice. So I'm like, mm, that's kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't think that's on the top of my fucking list or whatever. So then I went to Winn Dixie down the street, and that shit was sold out there too. This was like two days ago. So then I saw the article today, and I'm like, oh, they probably pulled all that shit from the shelves to like relabel it or something. I doubt it. They probably <laughs> niggas, niggas and white people. White people love to collect <laughs> racist shit, nigga. They like, oh, mammy jaws and shit. Right, fucking mammy jaws and fucking mammy. Salt and pepper shakers. Yeah, I remember like, when oh, Miss Buttersworth came in a glass bottle? 
I was just about to say, like, Mrs. Buttersworth got canceled a long time ago, didn't she? Yeah. I, I no, no, no. That. The serve still exists, though, but it's, you can't tell. You can't tell that it's. Uh, that's the name. Yeah. Miss <laughs> Butterworth, is that the one that used to be in the in the the, the, the fat booty white woman? In the, and it was like a, a shape of, a, the bottle the shape of a fat booty white woman? <laughs> She's <laughs> always been, I think Miss Butterworth has always been black. Yeah, she's black. Black. Miss Butterworth black. It's a glass. It's like a clear bottle. Sound like the Popeye lady. Like, <laughs> no, baby, you some of me. Like, <laughs> Miss Butterworth had a fucking thick ass nigga accent. But <laughs> Miss Butterworth was white. Uh, uh, fooled you? Oh, Miss Butterworth is black. This is yeah. racist. But Man, why is no no? Racist. But hold on. But here's my thing. Though. Why is it racist? Because it's derived from old fucking slave mammy shit. <laughs> no, nah, I'm Aunt Jemima. That doesn't sound like a slave. That sounds like no. She used to have a red fucking scarf. It like it comes from black people serving white people, dog. Yeah, it's definitely a, a racial undertone. Too. Yeah, like where black people couldn't do anything but like serve food and shit like that. Like they feel comfortable with niggas like taking care of your kids. And but pound for pound, that, pound for pound, black people have, make better food. I don't want no fucking syrup from no white woman. Mrs. Mrs. syrup coming out of mammy? Mrs. Chartreuse, Mrs. Chartreuse from New Jersey? Like, I don't want no f- her fucking syrup. Like, who, who, and who <laughs> wants gonna, syrup syrup? They gonna rebrand and shit. It's she gonna be like auntie, auntie Jennifer's or some shit. Right. And it's gonna have like a, a younger looking black lady. Like, Corporate America, she got a suit on, but she don't even cook. Though. Right, right. <laughs> fucking professional. Who, who the fuck yeah. wants? Who the fuck wants professional pancakes? Huh? <laughs> not gonna be tasty. They're not. I want Aunt Jemima pancakes. I want Aunt Jemima civil rights movement slavery reconstruction pancakes. I don't want none of them fucking progressive pancakes. Two weeks. Two who the weeks, fuck dog. wants like, that you shit? Had two weeks. To not like get yourself together, so send all the hate mail to Will with the white. So wait, do we do we hate the Popeyes lady too? Do we hate her too? I've been hated the Popeyes lady because she doesn't sound like she's from New Orleans. She is fired. You think we gonna see her again? I hope. I hope. I hope. Nigga, she about to blame. But they didn't even have a. And Jerry Rice. And Jerry Rice doing a reunion tour. Jerry fucking Rice. So Uncle Uncle Ben was a slave too. Yep. Yeah, he they said they said I and Uncle was like a um, term of endearment for the people in the house, like yeah. that that made everybody feel you know more comfortable. With like slavery, yeah. yeah. Oh, you you like it's like you're part of the family, Ben. Right. Kind of like when when you until you when steal when from your mama, when your mama had boyfriends and they became your uncles. <laughs> it's the same thing in the house in the house niggas house niggas. But listen, so we go to all these are fucking wins in my book. I love it all. I went fucking cancel culture and all these little fucking wins. Get rid of Angel Mama, Uncle Ben's, the cream of wheat nigga. NASCAR has gotten rid of Confederate flags no. at the fucking, uh, I'm about to say the race car rink. What the fuck they at? It, you from Indiana, nigga. What the fuck? The speedways. The track? Uh, the man, the fucking track. I ain't saying the NASCAR ring. Like, they roller skating first. They're ripping down Confederate statues. They're ripping down all the fucking Confederate statues. They renaming fucking streets. Man, I love all that shit, dog. I'm, I'm a, 
I'm a young black. I don't from so, and I don't. I don't understand the Confederate statues neither. I don't understand that either. Why do you have a, a fucking Confederate soldier? Who the fuck are they? But people, people don't like Confederate statues because they're racist. But the Union statues are just as racist. I don't understand why you just want to turn on the Confederate statues. Cause, because it's racist. Because racist white people from the South love the Confederacy, love the Confederate flag. So it's a fucking uh, middle finger to you bitches. We gonna tear this shit down because it make you mad. Fuck Confederate flag, not the flag of the Confederacy. I think we we know we know we saw we saw that. Okay, but they have adopted it. Just like if you go down Bourbon Street uh, too far with a whole rainbow short set on, you gonna get hollered at. It's what motherfuckers identify with. So because <laughs> the races identify with that flag that was not the flag of the Confederacy, but is now known as hey, the fucking slow up on the flag. flag. Slow slow up on flag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you forgetting them else, okay? Flag. <laughs> Better flag. Slow hey, up man, on them corners, they're man. All, they're all winning. Making these fucking corporate companies who don't give a fuck about black lives say black lives matter and making them motherfuckers donate whatever money they donate to minority businesses or whatever the fuck United Negro College Fund. I love all this shit, dog. Like, so can, making, can I ask y'all the question now that y'all bring that up? And I need y'all help because y'all probably know that I don't. What did the United Negro College Fund do with the money? Nah. Nobody knows. Oh, you, you know we don't. Oh, okay. What happens when we give they money to keep, the church? It was keeping Lou Rawls alive, but then they failed on that end, so I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> it was on life support? I went to HBCU. My mama went to the HBCU. My sister went to HBCU. Oh, my friends basically went to HBCUs, and I don't know a nigga. Who has gotten a dime from the United Negro College Fund? United Negro College Fund told Netflix to give 120 million dollars to the only HBCU HBCUs they know: Morehouse, who, Spelman. Who already got enough money? HBCUs. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean. But I was like, that's the only ones they know about, so they're the ones that got all the money. I'm sick of motherfuckers giving all their money to Morehouse and Spelman. What's so special about them niggas? Well, at least they give the it money can't... to somebody, duh. So. No, My thing is, I need somebody to keep a tally of all this shit. Like, who's giving money to where? Because everybody right. is pledged money somewhere. I, I'm, I can't keep. Uh, right. Who's keeping the books? Who's keeping the books? Right. Somebody has to keep the books because niggas are donating shit left and right and and pledging and all this shit. I need to know where that shit is going and like. If if they really did, I need to see some fucking receipts. I just so. need to know that it went. Period. Like, forget where. Like, this, like honestly, you could say I'm about to write a fifty billion dollar check to the United Methodists, whatever the fuck it is, and you may never have to write a check. As soon right. as you made the pressure, this nigga be like, yeah, fucking right. But nobody ever checks the receipts. That's why I, I, need, I, need, I need I need a fucking Negro fucking bookkeeper, like a Negro treasurer, to make sure all this shit is going to where it's supposed to be going. Just hire a Jewish person. That could be a, like a black Jew. Yeah, so we'll a black Jew. That'd be outstanding. And cool. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. So fucking. I'm. I'm. All. I'm excited, it. but I'd rather than like do some shit about the cops killing people, killing black. We're, we're no. That's kind of what I, mean, I loved. I, I would loved too. That. I would too. Yeah. And, so. <clears throat> go ahead. I was like, and to be clear, Trump came out with this this executive order that meant nothing. Uh, so no one like I need policies. I so need... we we are getting some policies, right? Uh, at least uh, some some states have outlawed police choking. 
That's a policy, but it's not really a policy because they're already not supposed to be choking people. Like it's no, 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 no. It had it was never. No, they had a special chokehold. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta play, we gotta play word games. Like you say, you already not supposed to choke motherfuckers to death, but now we gotta put it in the law because technically nobody ever told us that. You're not supposed to choke them that way, and then we add yeah. it to the list. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's not really a policy. That's just adding to the police rule book. Like that's not the, like how to choke a nigga is not in the constitution. Some some states they've made it like uh like you can get prosecuted like the niggas can fucking. Like you can bring niggas up on charges on that shit now. I think it was at New York, one of them states. Um, so I mean, some shit is getting done. I, at this point, something's better than nothing. I'm gonna take all these small wins. Uh, I feel like we're shifting in the right direction. At least we have mm, people admitting a, admit systemic racism is now a thing that people talk about, and what some white people have never known about, like. It, they just it just never crossed their fucking path. Some, I was reading something where some white dude was talking about like all the shit he's been learning since the riots. Like he was never taught in school. I mean, like white people don't teach. I mean, the schools don't teach the contributions of black people. So, and white parents, I'm not saying all, but some white parents don't teach the shit. So, probably most don't. So, it's I mean, it's a learning experience for everybody. And I think that the generation under us. It's kind of peeping shit, and you know, hopefully they can bring about more change than we did. I had a conversation with uh, somebody just about like, will racism ever stop, or will systemic racism ever cease to exist? Like, who knows? We we'll, we won't see it in our lifetime. The niggas our age, right? But I feel like with our parents. Their generation was basically to survive, right? Survive all the shit that they were going through and make a better life for us. I think with us, uh, we we've accomplished a lot, I guess, business wise and like probably money wise. We I think majority of us are making more money than our parents were, and kind of like trying to give our children a, a a better head start than we had. So I think just Pat and we are woker. Is that it? Then our parents, like we see all the shit, all the poison that they've been feeding us, like you know, all the shit that we've been led to believe about hair and shit like that. You know, yeah, the natural hair, kinky hair revolution and shit like that wasn't like that when my sister was growing up. Like you got a fucking perm, you know what I'm saying? Like that was it. But now you see little girls, they got little black dolls with kinky hair and shit like that, and they're proud of that shit. So. I feel like we're at least moving in the right direction. Ish. Ish. It's ish. Yeah, because I think it's all this is cyclical. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I've been watching, like, all the old clips from the 60s and, and 70s. Like, all the speakers, like the Angela Davises and James Baldwin um, um, interviews and things like that. You got the Family Matters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I saw that episode. I'm coping better, but... The thing is, the things that these people are talking about, and these are like the intellectuals of, of, of that time, it's the same shit. They're literally talking about the same thing. And that's, but, and not, I find it discouraging as well. But I think more people, like, when nobody really listened to them, right? Like, you had a select few that were listening to them. Yeah. I feel like you have more ears listening. 
So it's it's going to be the same shit. The people after us, like you said, the the next generation are going to be regurgitating the same shit that we said that Angela Davis and them was saying. Um, because all it is is truth. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like the truth is going to be the truth. So it's just who's going to be able to digest the truth and who's, you know, who's not. So I feel like we have more ears now than then. Uh, just for the simple fact, uh, because we didn't, we haven't had as many distractions uh, with the pandemic, you know, sports events, music events, a lot of motherfuckers were just forced to sit at the house and go through their fucking social media, watch TV, um, and... My motherfuckers, I mean, like, white people. That's why we have a lot of white people in this shit. Like, the white homeboy, White Mike, uh, he hit me up and was like, dude, like, I want to, like, can I get a reading list or, like, some shit to watch or whatever? So, you know, I asked Facebook and they, and, like, motherfuckers, like, gay men gang of books, like, shit, I need to read. You know what I'm saying? I think, I, I know. He told me he settled on uh, White Fragility, so he's reading that now. And I told him, well, I, I was going to read it, uh, better yet listen to it through Audacity, because uh, I'm a nigga. But uh, bring him to the podcast and, uh, you know, talk to him, see what he learned and what he felt about it. So I feel like, you know, if we can if we can change one heart, you know, <clears throat> not like it was racist or anything. Let me take that back. Sound like that nigga was racist. And then, uh, oh, and my white homegirl from I went to uh, elementary school with. I don't say my homegirl because we don't talk, but I went to first grade through 12th grade with her. I guess she saw the live, our last live, and she's been binge listening to podcasts. So uh, cool. she said she's part of the Jason Hive now. Damn. And Thought I had one. If she's listening, I'm not going to uh, send her um, a DM, but if she's listening, uh, let me know what your top three porn categories are. Uh, I feel more comfortable asking you this way. Just DM it to me since you're a white woman, and uh, let me know what what your three three top four categories are. Okay, so speaking of um, of black stuff, um, Juneteenth. Juneteenth is coming up on Friday, and it seems like Juneteenth has a bigger meaning. Um, so for those who don't know, Juneteenth is considered, this is a big holiday in Texas and Louisiana area, but it's basically um, the celebration of the ending of slavery in um in Texas. Um, it's, it's well, they were the last niggas to realize that slavery was over. Basically. <laughs> they got they got the memo late. So they got, they got everybody, the memo late. Right. Somebody tapped them on the shoulder like, hey, y'all, y'all ain't got to do this shit no more. And then they started for like an extra two months. Um, and then they take y'all to go. So, um, so Juneteenth is coming. Um, I know <clears throat> Nike made a statement saying that Juneteenth uh, moving forward is going to be a paid holiday and Side note, Nike's really been playing this really well. I don't know if it's, like, just excellent marketing or they really mean this shit, but they've been playing it pretty well. Um, I know my company said we, we work in a half day on Juneteenth. Um, so it's, it's becoming a thing. Um, I know there's there's several celebrations in my in my city where I live, Orlando. I'm having, like, a Black Friday Orlando thing where we go out and support black businesses and things of that nature. Um is, are any of you all doing anything for Juneteenth? Any barbecues? Uh, kicking it? Uh, quarantining at home? Like, how y'all y'all doing anything like to celebrate at all? <clears throat> so, uh, okay. Today, uh, Wednesday, 
the 17th. We just found out that they're making Friday a holiday, so that's pretty cool. Um, so I don't really necessarily have anything planned. Probably just uh, chill. Like, it's been a hell of a sprint the last couple of weeks. Like basically, I packed in like a month's worth of work into the last two weeks. So it's a... Uh, It'll be good to get that little break. And I think it's also good that they stepped up to the plate. Like our VP hosted a session, VP of the Americas hosted a session a couple of weeks ago. And um, I was telling him that this should be the start of a conversation and not just like something we talk about and then the novelty wears off and we move on to something else. So, so far, you know, they've been doing that. Um, They've been stepping up to the plate, hosting different diversity sessions and, you know, Offering training and having conversations. Throwing nothing on the grill. You said what? I said, so he's not throwing nothing on the grill. Oh. Um, I doubt it. <laughs> I ain't heard nobody <laughs> talking about it. And that wasn't even, like I said, it wasn't even on my radar until like a couple of hours ago. Like the email came out late this afternoon. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see, though. I'm, I'm always down for that. Uh, I mean. I would I would do something, but I also want to stay safe, so I'm not sure how that's gonna work. I know down here in New Orleans, they're having like a drum prayer circle, uh, prayer circle in Congo Square. That I mean, I feel like I would like to attend uh, Congo Square, is where like the Africans and slaves used to come meet up, and also some some Native Americans, and they used to have, like, for real drum circles with Africans and Native Americans, and it, I think that'd be real cool. Um, I wish I had a Juneteenth outfit, um, but I don't. Maybe I, I wear you know, some red, black, and green. I think the colors are red, golden, green, maybe a Juneteenth. But, um, yeah, man, I plan on celebrating. I hope it becomes a thing. I think the more people that talk about it, the more we can make it a thing. Uh, I saw the Juneteenth flag. I don't know if that's like the official flag. It was like a little sun with like, but it still has like the American colors on it. So I ain't really fuck with it. I uh, definitely feel like it should have the African colors. But yeah, we need like, somebody said that we should probably change the name to something else besides Juneteenth. I don't know. But we need to do something to make it like more of a kicking holiday and drinking and fucking holiday. Yeah, I believe Juneteenth should definitely be a drinking and fucking holiday. And eating. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. But you will you don't have anything? Nothing. Bo- nothing that nobody's gonna like me for. I mean, oh, well, what does that stop you before? Go ahead. June June nineteenth. I mean, to me, it has no significance. I mean, it's another day, and it it seems like it's in the same vein as Cinco de Mayo. It's like Cinco de Mayo is quote unquote. Mexican Independence Day, but it ain't. June nineteenth is supposed to be Juneteenth is supposed to symbolize something, but really it doesn't symbolize all of that much unless you were directly, I guess, descendant of a slave in that particular region. But if we want to celebrate that, that's fine. But I don't want to celebrate a holiday that's tied to slavery. That's not a celebration for me. It's like it's like Memorial Day. Like I mean, we celebrate the fuck out of Memorial Day, but Memorial Day is like a somber ass fucking holiday. Like Memorial Day is not sweet. Like we're we're like, motherfuckers was dead, dead. Like, there's no greater loss of life probably in the history of the world than what we're supposed to be memorializing during Memorial Day. And I don't want that for our holiday, so fuck Juneteenth. 
we'll celebrate the end of slavery, not like we celebrate mm-hmm. slavery. I mean, the end of slavery in Texas, I mean, some motherfuckers is already free. You know what I'm saying? And well, we, but listen, you're only strongest as your slavish link. I look, 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 I don't want to celebrate Juneteenth. I just don't. I don't have to. I'm not making you. It's a free country. And definitely your right to not celebrate. Um, our right. yeah. it's, I don't do Kwanzaa because I don't get it and it seems difficult but this seems really straightforward but alright can we pick a day like in May or July or something can we do something like that can, like what? We, can we pick a day like in May or July or something too like Juneteenth is awfully close to Father's Day and it's probably going to fall on Father's Day in a couple of, a couple of uh... and we will celebrate Black Fathers that day absolutely I agree um what is German? Yeah. When did Angel Mama syrup start? When did Angel Mama syrup start? Let's make that the Black Holiday. That's probably okay. a good. See that he was about See? to go down the woodhole. Let's not. Let's not. Pause. 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 Keep moving. So <laughs> no, that's all go down the woodhole. I know. I specifically asked y'all to, to post like you know comments and and ratings for the podcast, but if it's negative and it's about what. Send it to him. Yeah, I'm exempt. Right. I'm exempt. Don't don't put it. Just send it to his Instagram. Don't. Uh, I mean, this nigga love to barbecue, and he's not gonna barbecue on Juneteenth just for the fuck of it. No, I might barbecue on, on Juneteenth. Now, now that you now that you mention it, I might throw some out there. Not in celebration of freeing the slaves, but just in oh, celebration God. of Jesus Christ. Pork. You could you you could just say right. these are these are liberation ribs. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? That's that's racist. A, a black man cooking pork in memory of slaves. That's like Aunt Jemima. I would do what, that. What's your sign again? I'm Virgo. Yeah, I'm on brand. <laughs> All right, man. So speaking hey, of Hey Chef, what's your what's what's your sign? Uh, and uh Aquarius. And you are Jojo? We got two water signs and uh Virgo. What's that? A air sign or earth sign? You know? Earth sign. Uh I think um I think Aquarius is at... Oh is it? Yeah. So two air signs, one water sign, one fire sign, nigga. Mary's. Anyway, good. So, speaking of Father's Day, I know you weren't really speaking of Father's Day. Um, we Father's Day. We, we, we actually were. Right. right. That was like the easiest transition you could have done. And you fucked it up. And you hated on yourself. You blocked your shot. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of Father's Day. Speaking of Father's Day, Father's Day is on Sunday. Uh, so, we're all Nobody cares. fathers. Nah, we're not. We're not. We're not. Uh, except for Jason. J. Joe. Not, none that I'm claiming. <laughs> well, are you like guys, play, are you favorite play uncle or god god daddy or somebody? I'm a real uncle. Oh, you're not a real uncle? Okay. I said I'm a real. I am a real uncle. Oh, you're a real uncle. So that's I mean, kind of count right. Don't don't, don't be a play uncle because that's slavery. That's a tie to slavery. No, you see what that nigga gets like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga can't let you go, though. Hey, well, that was textbook. Yeah. <laughs> nah, you yeah. if you are if you're a white person's uncle, it's slavery. Oh, they got full circle. circle. What are we doing now? Fathers Day. Hey, guys. You guys are all fathers. Um, let me hear about y'all's perfect Father Day. Father's Day. We're going to go Wood first because he's going to say something negative. We're going to end with something positive with Grant. <sighs> yeah, 5,000. <laughs> nah. I don't think there's such what? a thing as a, as a perfect Father's Day. It's, I mean... It's not that type of holiday. It's not that type of day 
We're not, not sun- perfect. You know what? I'm mean, gonna say perfect. What would you like to do this Father's Day? This Father's Day. What would you like to do? It's not what I'd like to do. I would just like to be left alone. Like just yeah. let us <laughs> as everybody shakes their head. Yeah, just no, that is that is a gift. Though. Let let dad just clear his mind and go do what the fuck he wants. If he wants to go watch a movie, play basketball, go shoot a gun or something, just let him go do that and just be just go be a man with not a man without family for a day, but just like just let him go off. You know what I'm saying? Kinda, kinda though. Kinda. Hey, not that, but <laughs> I get daddy Lee to get a motherfucking pack of cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? But just let you know. That's. I didn't go out and be a man without a family for a day. That's right. Father's Day is really not about <laughs> celebration. It's about having a day off, just from being a dad and you know. And being a husband for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And just kind of clearing your mind, resetting, and coming back and doing it another day. Because, I mean, and a lot of ladies don't like to hear this shit, but being a being a dad is really a thankless job. Like, we don't get a Mother's Day and shit. Nobody's really all that excited to see us as they are. Like, mommy, they're still excited to see us, but, like, mommy takes the cake. You know what I'm saying? Moms are the shit. And you guys should be the shit. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loves mom. I love my mom uh, exponentially, you know what I'm saying? But dad being dad is just a tough road to hoe because it's a lot of fucking a lot of grunt work a lot of dumbass work that nobody ever sees and nobody ever appreciates and it has to get done but it's a thankless job and it's a silent job it's a silent service you know what i'm saying we're raised to do shit and not speak about that shit i always say all the time women have the best pr department on the world because you guys can actively go out and advocate for yourselves men are taught to go get it done and shut the fuck up that's in a nutshell so we kind of need a day where we can just go off and just have a break for 24 hours and come back please come back yeah. i hope you come back yeah uh, yeah you summed it up man like i think uh just like chilling that to me that's a good day just chill like you said it's a lot of thankless little small jobs that people don't think of and a lot of stuff you do without even really giving it a second thought i.e you see some shit in the yard that need to be picked up or whatever. Like, you're not going to make an announcement. Hey, everybody, I'm pulling these weeds or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You just made shit happen. Man. Um, <clears throat> it keeps everything running seamlessly. A lot of times people don't even realize uh, what goes on or what has gone on behind the scenes. But, you know, you do it. It's a labor of love. Like I said, it's a thankless job. and It's it's all good, I guess. <laughs> you just want to... <laughs> Just want to chill, man, more than anything. I mean, he hit it right on the head. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's the best way, like, to celebrate this. My daughter's in New York right now. She'd be in New York every summer, so, um, I mean, she sent me a nice little card, and that's, it's, like, really cute because she wrote everything out. She could write her address really well now and all that shit, so that's cool. But, um, I think it, like, if I could have an edible and kind of, like, beat off multiple times by myself and just vibe, that's a win for me. For longer than 45 minutes, you know what I'm Because you know you got that clock. When you're on non-Father's Day, you got a clock that you can have fun, but not longer than an hour. And that edible is going to take a while to kick in. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So, oh, man. That would be ideal. Maybe have a cigar yeah, and post. Definitely a cigar. It don't take what much. Is, what is it? Like, what's your optimal, like, optimal beat-off? Uh, how many times would you like? Like, what's... This was a topic on the show. We talked about this. How many times in a day? Yeah. Right. 
think like it was pretty high, man. It was like five or six. I mean, it's for the, you would like to beat off five times. No, I no no. He says what's optimal, not your high score. No, no, not your high score. No, no. I'm saying like no. That's what he's saying. Like if you had a perfect day, you'd beat off five times. Yeah, because I could take like five naps. Oh, that's 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 a problem. You might need to talk to somebody. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you were gonna say you're proud of me. No, 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 no. I'm not proud of you. I think you should go talk to somebody. Five, nigga. That's like, a lot. I'm probably like, I'm like, I'm like a three piece. You know what I'm saying? Like early morning. You know what I'm saying? Maybe shower, shower game. Uh, you know, maybe around. I don't know. <laughs> after the, after the third one, like you're dry even. After after afternoon, and then like a late. You know what I'm saying? A late night, a midnight snack, nigga. Right. Yeah, nut yeah. <laughs> nut number four and five are definitely dry heaves. There's nothing. It's just air. It's just compression. Right. You like trying to make yourself like. Ain't even no babies in there. Five at the fifth though. You yeah five. <laughs> Ain't going for play. Right. Yeah. Try to show out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you showing sure you did that today. <laughs> right, dude. I ain't gonna never tell me I did that. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Six? I'm like, I'm like, right, dance. Okay, so speaking of beating shit oh, up. No. Why don't we do seven for asking for a friend and just go straight to the eight? Because we're yeah, going to yeah. talk about seven for a long time. Yeah, 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 it's cool. I was about to get into it. So, next. We um, can save eight for asking for a friend next week, actually. We can go straight to seven and just do seven and be done with it. Have on. Listen, Wood always trying to make the podcast short, y'all. If y'all would like longer podcasts and don't complain when they four hours, it's, it's Wood. The podcast is already an hour and ten y'all, minutes. Look, I kind of want this one to be short, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, because five thousand was tired. Seven. All right, come on. Let's get into the Insecure recap. So Insecure had their season finale. Um, last last Sunday, and I will say I need to give myself credit. Um, I did say that Condola was pregnant. Um, nigga, you and a million other niggas on the internet. I'm talking about what I said. I was like, man, that nigga got her pregnant, and I agreed with it. And he got her pregnant, and that made it really sad for me. I thought this was a a tragic episode in in hindsight because I really wanted Issa and Lawrence to work, man. And that nigga pull out game is trash. So it was fucked up. But everything I, I, that happened in the episode, I expected to happen. Oh boy, broke up with Molly because um, he wasn't down. Um, and uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, all right. Let's take it one piece at a time. Thing in sequential order, nigga. Like you jumping around. There's a lot of shit. I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, go ahead. You give the overview. I was kind All of... right. So yeah. So uh, it starts off with these two niggas. Was that last week? These niggas in love now. So they fucking kicking. They loving each other. It's probably two episodes since we missed last week. Um, Lawrence got a job offer in San Francisco. He ended up getting the job. He's telling Issa, like, yeah, I got the job. You know what I'm saying? She's like, 
Well, he's like looking to make it work long distance, and she's like, "We want to make it work. We can make it work, but who knows? You know, I might move. Basically, I might move my ass there too." And nigga's like, "Well, shit. You know, fuck it. Let's let's do it." So we're like, "All right, cool." So then it goes to Molly's work party. Is that where that goes to after that? Yeah. yeah. Molly's yeah, Molly's at a work party, and she's with an Asian boo, and. He's like, all right, man, I'm about to go. And she's like, no, why don't you stay a little longer, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, fuck it. All right. All right. So then we get them going back to whatever, whoever's house. And he was like, man, like, you know that if shit was reversed, it would have been a whole thing. And when you said that shit, boy, I'm, I heard every nigga in the world nod their head yes. Because... <laughs> Man, niggas will concede, right? Niggas will concede, concede, concede. All right, I do fine. All right, fine, fine, fine. As soon as you be like, as soon as some niggas like, hey, uh, why don't we not do this and do this? It's like, oh, or why don't we stay later? Because blah, you always, you know, a lot of times the brothers get a little back talk, man. So I'm glad the Asian brother got to feel the wrath of a black woman. I know, yeah, gonna send the hate mail to me. But that's fine. You can send it to me uh, still. It's all right. You can send it to me still. Yeah, send it would. But no, uh, but that's not everybody's experience. You know, a, a lot of niggas do, uh, you know, uh, whatever. So can, can you back that, up from the, from the screen, Chef? Thank you. Um, so then he's like, yeah, I kind of want out of this. And I don't think he broke up with her because he wasn't down. I think he broke up with her because she's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Like, since they've gotten together, it's been drama. He's had to talk her through her losing her, you know, basically throwing her best friend away. That whole shit that happened at the fucking uh, block party. Then they try to get away. She's got, you know, beefing with the brother. They come back. He's like, yeah, my brother's trying to plan something. She don't want to fuck with her brother. It's just a lot, like damn, like, do you really fuck with me like that? I think that's how he was feeling, because he asked her, like, hey, like, really, what are you fighting for? Like, are you really fighting for this relationship, or are you just fighting because you always want to win? So, I don't know, man. That, so, first off, I mean, is accommodating is even black men. Or that Asian motherfucker is probably one of the most accommodating motherfuckers I've ever seen on TV. He was super fucking accommodating to Molly's ass, and if she fucked it up with that nigga, like she just she needs to stay in therapy because she not gonna she not gonna win with no nigga. Cause this nigga was like nice as fuck. Never mind, I'm not about to talk how great this nigga was. But <laughs> but like yeah, that nigga's flower. But the last the last straw, and I saw it on his face, right? And every every black man has had this conversation when your old lady comes home and she talks about her day and the conflicts and shit that she's had and fuck that bitch and all of that. But when he was talking to her about it, he seems like, well, did you bring it up? And she's like, no, nah, I didn't bring it up. He was like, well, why didn't you bring it up? And, like, she didn't have a good answer for that shit. was like, your whole reconciliation strategy was to kind of bridge that gap and talk about your issues. But you never brought this shit up. And that nigga was, like, flabbergasted, like, y'all wasted y'all's fucking time. And I feel that when that happened, he was like, Oh, well, this bitch doesn't want to win. The same thing with J.J. was saying. Like, oh, she don't want to fucking win. She just went there and sat face-to-face with her for a couple hours and didn't even bring the shit up. So how does she even want to bridge the gap in a relationship? And he's like, I don't want to fucking be a part of that because anybody who does that is a fucking lunatic. And I get that. You know what I'm saying? And 
I mean, it's probably best for that nigga. I mean, if I if, if this wasn't a show and I talked to that nigga and he told me about Molly, I'd be like, yeah, it's probably best you just haul ass, man, because that bitch is a fucking lunatic. The only reason I say, the only thing she would respect as far as a man is probably someone who has a stronger personality, I would think. Um, because in general, I, I think like this is like par for the course. Like for most of the women I know who are single and, and Molly's stage in career, like they're, they're, they're successful, powerful, they're doing big things. And last thing they want to hear is a nigga telling them some shit. So um, I felt like this was pretty typical. It didn't seem like a strange course of events to me. And I thought it was pretty real because, I mean, I think that's, I mean, all the women on the show, with the exception of um, the, uh, the light-skinned girl, um, you know, Amanda Seal's character, they're all single, but they're all doing big things. They're all, and I just think it's a mixture of either the men are, like, they, they don't want to, like, have any sort of, show any sort of strength or, or they don't want to hear them niggas or it's just a combination of all sorts of fuck shit. But no one seems to get along. I mean, so I, I appreciate it even in the story, the story of uh, Amanda Seals' character. What's her name? Amanda, Tiffany? Seal, Amanda Tiffany. Seals' character. That's her name. Yeah, Tiffany. I appreciate her their their story because at least it showed throughout the the season a couple going through some shit which is postpartum depression which is a is a, is a thing and how they powered through it together as opposed so to wait was that like, postpartum is that what we're going with or sh- yeah it was according postpartum the, so how do writer. we know how do we just because that's, 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 that's what the writer that's what the writer said oh, okay all right yeah. I thought the bitches went on the reservation but you know so like, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> oh, are you done talking about that nigga are we re- are ready to go towards that now yeah we going to that all right so where were they when everybody got a call what what was was Molly breaking up when they yeah they were breaking up when Molly got was, the call right he was about to but then right. she had the call so then they all meet up they can't find her. Buddy, uh, light-skinned buddy, he's all distraught. Uh, she's been gone, so it kind of go on this fucking scavenger hunt for her and all that shit. Uh, they end up finding her. They had the little scene with the police, uh, which was, you know... Go ahead. So I had a feeling about that one. I liked it, for one, because I thought they showed how white gay men are still racist. And um, it was a nice little dig that I wasn't expecting. They did a little few digs, like they did a little Lizzo dig earlier in the season. But I just liked that because I think that's something that people tend to forget. But go ahead. I don't think it was a Lizzo dig, first of all. No, no, not. I'm talking about the, the episode. No, no, I know when they played Lizzo and you, you was like, yeah, Issa doesn't like Lizzo either. I, I don't think that. I think her and Lizzo are cool. And she was just talking about how niggas act when the song comes on. Well, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, they showed the uh, the de-escalation of it, which was crazy coincidental because of all the shit that's going on now, and that shit was recorded, you know, a little while ago. Um, so they watched cameras, they saw her, blah blah blah. So they ended up finding her at the hotel room. Now, when they opened up that hotel room, right, and she was out the shower with the towel on, and she kept saying, "I'm sorry." Boy, I just knew it was gonna be a nigga sitting on that goddamn <laughs> bed. Boy, I, no, I swear. No, I swear. I didn't. I definitely did. That's because, that's because we know that baby ain't. We know that baby ain't his. That baby ain't his. Right. So we know that she's already cheated on the nigga before, and I thought it was gonna be that nigga because he looks so much like a saint. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on the bus. Like damn, I could have done better. 
I should have done more. Like, damn, like, I, you know what I'm saying? And I thought he was going to get there and be like, I'm sorry. The baby ain't yours. It's this nigga's. You know what I'm saying? And now that would have been a fucking cliffhanger for your fucking ass, nigga. Like, at that point. But no, that shit would have turned into how to get away with murder. Nigga. So at that point, uh, you know, they hug it out. I'm like, ah, that was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> like, that, but I definitely thought it was going to be a nigga in there. Um, so what happens? Also, oh, then I guess that's when we get to the whole Issa and Lawrence. Lawrence comes over and and drops the bomb that he got Canola pregnant. So hmm. yeah, so that that was that was that that was crazy. Uh, I think that was well acted. Uh, I think he really looked like a nigga who didn't want a baby by her. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Issa really looked like she thought like like her life was like crumbling. Like finally, I thought I had like everything that I wanted. Like we back together. She probably thought she was never gonna get back with this nigga because she's the one that cheated. Nigga came back, they kicking it. He about to move. You know what I'm saying? All types of sweet shit. And then the, the fucking walls come crumbling down. And like you could kind of see it in her face. Like God, like if you've ever not that if you've ever been in that situation, but like when like you think some shit is straight and it's not and you be like, fuck how this shit happened, how'd I get here type shit. I thought she acted real well on that. So but yeah, how y'all feel about him having a baby? Two sayings come to mind, man, and anybody who's lived on this planet long enough knows that one of these two sayings apply. Either that's how it be happening or it be like that sometimes. And that's <laughs> that's essentially what the fuck happened. That's how life be. Like, you think that shit is straight, and you good. Bitch, I got this shit figured out, and then you get a fucking curveball. That's, that was the fucking curveball. That's, we've seen this shit happen to people that we know time and time again. Either that job falls through, or you, you get fired, or you done got the bitch pregnant, or, uh, shit, all, shit just happens, man, and that's what the fuck happened. The shit was too perfect anyway. We talked about the imagery with the lights and all of that shit the other day. And it was so much of love and so much of kissing and hugging and thanks. But the bottom was bound to fall out the bottom of that shit. That's not how life works. And this is exactly what would have happened in, in real life, in my personal opinion. I agree. Listen, and again, all you grown people with all these fucking raw beats. Like all this fucking raw beating. I, I, I'm just saying, uh, we already know that that nigga Lawrence don't fuck with condoms because he got burnt that one time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but Condola, Condola tripping too because she didn't really want to be with the nigga, but she giving that nigga all the raw rawies, man. You know what I'm saying? That be that's why he was fucked up in the head because he was like, I thought this was the one because she gave me all that raw pussy, but in oh, the reverse, cowgirl. I guess it wasn't. But the thing huh? is, in the reverse cowgirl actions. But my thing is, um. I feel like Issa giving up on this shit. I'm like, motherfuckers be having baby mamas every day, B. Like, if you fuck with the nigga, you gonna just fuck with him and oh, that baby. Man, that's nigga, that's easy for you to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like It is. <laughs> you're right. But it's like but the thing is, still, like you bunch you in your thirties, I just feel like from a numbers game perspective, like you gonna come across a nigga that you fuck with, they got a kid. Fucking with somebody who you know has a kid is different than the fucking love of your life who you about to think you're about to start building with again. Give up all your hoes, fuck. Right. You gave up all your hoes. 
uh, yeah, a little, uh, about to say depressed light skin, buddy. Uh, no, buddy in the wings now. He, he, about, he probably got the beats later that week. Ah, uh, that's what I'm scared of, that she's going to go back to, to, to uh, bipolar cuz and give, and give the crying beats. Uh, to him, but she need to go back to fat buddy. If she go back to fat loud buddy, she her life will probably be better. But that nigga too obnoxious, probably. Nah, she don't fuck with him because he fat. There was nothing wrong with that nigga. Brought her Hennessy. No, yeah. she had no problem with that nigga's weight. Why do you keep uh, what's it called? Uh, oh fuck. Go ahead. Keep he talking. did bring her Hennessy, and and she seemed to fuck with him. He just didn't. She didn't like the fact that he kept on um busting in her. He, she said she liked the dick. She was like, I'm... I'm yeah, she said I'm tired of busting at me. Because she said, my, I'm, said, I'm tired of my plan B's becoming a, being a plan A. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> she said what she said. <laughs> right. But you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> oh, shit. That was funny. How's that it? So, any uh, predictions <laughs> for fucking... Next season, whenever that shit is, uh, Issa's pregnant too. <laughs> That'll crack it up. No, nah, Issa's pregnant too. That, that this shit getting in the level of Greenleaf. <laughs> so I know Greenleaf starts next week. So last season. You rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love. Show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast, is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now, for the with all due respects. With all due respect, um... We touched on it earlier in the show, but I think it's very important that above and beyond everything, we don't let any momentum or any gains that we made during um, this period of bringing awareness to the social injustices that are suffered by African-Americans in the United States. Um, It's very important that we don't just let this be a talking point. We don't just let this be a bullet on someone's agenda. And it's important that we continue to drive the conversations forward, that we continue to be unapologetically black, and that we continue to uh, keep our issues at the forefront of everyone's mind. So, um, you know, it's a lot going on right now between the pandemic, Juneteenth, a lot of companies getting that as a day off, summer's approaching, what are we going to do about school next year? Is it going to be football season? Is the NBA coming back? All that's all well and good. But just make sure that you keep our issues collectively and issues that are important to you and yours at the forefront with all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, just wanted to, you know, just bring up again the deaths of Rhea Milton and Dominique Fells, two trans women who were who were killed in the past week. Um, even though it's not directly tied to Black Lives Matter, or it may or may not be, um, their deaths along with the other deaths of trans women uh in the past is it, it it's connected you know what i'm saying because injustice you know i don't know how to say it goes injustice somewhere it's injustice anywhere however it goes to ding myself later but um i notice a lot of people that i work with you know and they're from the lgbtqa plus community and they reached out to me they were some of the first folks to reach out to me and some of them were in the streets marching and they were definitely allies to the black lives matter cause 
um, they're they're advocating on our behalf. So let's not you know forget about them and not advocate for their causes because they're dying as well. And it may not be by the hands of police officers and for other causes. And it may not be something for necessarily something that you agree with personally from a lifestyle ch- uh, standpoint. But there are other people fighting for you other than the the people who look like you and have the same sexual orientation as you. Just don't forget about them. There are other people going through the struggle as well, with all due respect. Uh, With all due respect, I know there's been a lot of uh, clashes internally among us as black people. Um, I want us to just be vigilant and stay united. Um, Crimes against trans people women, men, all of us, we're all black folks and we're all going through something and we need to be mindful and empathetic um, for each, from each person's perspective. Um, I know we don't hear, I don't think we hear enough about uh, the stories of women um, being killed. I know there's a sister in, in uh, Tallahassee, uh, Toy and Salau. She was a big activist um, locally in Tallahassee. I know my cousin did a few marches with her. Um, and she was murdered um, because she, um, after complaining that a man had assaulted her and, and said it several times and reached out to the police and no, no one did anything about it. No one heard her calls. No one took action. And eventually she ended up missing and, and was found murdered. Uh, this is this is ridiculous. This is there's no reason for it. Like we need to be as black people looking out for each other first. We don't have the unity that we that we need in order to make the changes that we want. Want so, I I want us to be mindful of that. We need to be more vigilant. We need to be more focused on being united because we're more powerful when we're together. With all due respect. Uh, With all due respect, with Juneteenth coming up and just in general in these times. Uh, I know we've spoken on it before during Black History Month and, you know, just different times. But right now is a great time for you to support uh, black businesses. Um, A lot of black businesses have been affected by COVID and could definitely use your dollars. Uh, And just, you know, we all know that the black dollar circulates the least out of any other uh, ethnic group. So we have to do something about that. And not only that, um, just be a blessing to somebody. Since I think a couple podcasts ago, I was just like, you know, uh, supporting your friends and what they're doing. You know, I think it more so had to do with like just ventures people are doing during COVID, like retweeting them or just reposting something that they're that they've posted, or if you can, you know donate some money or you know buy a shirt or something like that you should do it um and i i dedicated that shit to myself uh to start doing that shit um and ever since i've done that i every time i bless somebody i've gotten a blessing back and you know it could be something simple as um like I, i probably everybody's seen that whole the little white kids uh, with the, the adopted family. I say the, the car family is what it, what it is. So it's a white couple in Seattle who's adopted like three black kids, one white kid. 
and somebody came around the corner and they were doing the whole all lives matter and they were selling lemonade and popcorn and all the proceeds were going to go to the United, uh, not United Negro College Fund, uh, uh, the <laughs> Urban League, <laughs> the National Urban League. And he worked for Amazon. So uh, Amazon said they were just shooting for a thousand. So Amazon said that that, that uh, his job would match it all the way up to 10,000. So I think by the end, I think I saw it on maybe Saturday. I think by Sunday they had raised the money. I was like, you know what? Pulled on my heartstrings, you know, let me shoot them 20 bucks, whatever, it's cool. Next day, I, I play pick three every now and then just to be doing some shit just because I'm black and I'm from the South and niggas play numbers just for fun. And, like, the next day I hit, I, like, never hit pick three. You know what I'm saying? Just simple shit like that. Uh, my homegirl, she started selling plates. Um, I bought two plates, not because I wanted the food, but just because I, you know, I was like, hey, go ahead, try it out. People support you. And that I, I got home and I got blessed with something that was a hundredfold of what I, what I gave her. So you shouldn't do things to expect a blessing, but I guarantee you the more that you bless people, the more blessings that come your way. You call it karma, whatever you want to call it, but it is a real thing. So in these uh, Black Lives Matter times, you know, at least once a week, uh, buy something black. Even if you go to a black restaurant for your family, buy a t-shirt, retweet something, repost something on Instagram. Just support a black business at least once a week with all due respect. 